right. This is the basic podcast. And obviously, if you've seen the title, we'll get straight into it. We're going to talk about why Lewis Hamilton was robbed. So, Kanga, let's start off. We'll, we'll, begin, we'll begin the hate trade. Because everyone's going to say we're a hater, who's obviously a Verstappen fan. So, I don't care. I'm not angry at Verstappen, you know. Of course not. He didn't do anything because, wrong. Because, like, I've always said, like, throughout the season, I'll say Verstappen and probably Lando Norris have been, for me personally, like the most consistent drivers of the season. Really? Okay, before you say, I, w- I want to challenge that. I agree with Verstappen, but I think Carlos Sainz has been way more consistent even than Lance. Even Sainz as oh. well. Even Sainz as well. That's my driver of the season. He's been my driver of the season. with him now, because obviously, like, Leclerc is the face of Ferrari, and for him... But Sainz has been outperforming him. Leclerc, bro, like, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy, yeah. but other than that, like, Verstappen has been very, very consistent this season. And remember, there was a time where it was Verstappen's title to lose. To lose, yep. Yep, obviously, yep. Mercedes won't really performing that well, mm-hmm. and obviously, it just and for, for Lewis to even get to this point now, it was just a miracle 100%. 100%. Like, it was just a miracle just for him to come clutch in the last few races, yeah. And obviously, like, so I'm not really angry at Verstappen winning, but like, first of all, Christian Horner, I don't like him, yeah, I don't like that guy, I don't like him at all. So, I really wanted to My see him. <laughs> I've really never met a brother with a more punchable face, respectfully. I don't like him, like, I really don't like him, bro. Like, I can actually suck my dick. <laughs> I don't like him. I really don't like him. Like, I don't like him. So, like, I'm not angry for stopping winning. It's just how it happened. Because I'm telling you, that if that was a normal race, mm. it would they would have red flagged that shit. Red flag, flag, that's what fucking red flagged that race. If it was just a normal race, there was nothing on the line. That was that's a red flag race. Easy red, red flag. flag. Easy red flag. So, like, Easy red flag. Easy red flag. Hampton gets his new tires. He goes smokes. He wins. I'm laughing. We're talking about how he's won number eight. I'm sitting here talking about how he's the undisputed GOAT. We're having a different conversation. But no, now we're talking about how the FIA has not only throughout this whole season continued to make continuous poor decisions, but on the final day have decided the title. They basically gave him the staff of the title. Like, listen, I'm not here that you can think I'm a hater or whatever. I have no problem with the staff because I didn't do anything wrong. He took advantage of his thing and he outraced him in the final lap. It is what it is. But that should have never been the case. That scenario should have never been. Like, I don't know how. And I will start putting pictures of the rules. So people will be like, oh, did you actually look at that again? No, look at the rules, bruv. How is it that Hamilton and Verstappen, they first said there were no overtakes allowed. They then changed their mindset, the overtakes allowed. And the only cars that were allowed to unlap themselves were the cars between... Verstappen and Hamilton. No one else. Because Carlos Sainz got robbed of potentially getting a podium finish. No one else got any opportunity to take away their position or unlap themselves. So now, why do you ask that? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. So, the thing is, you know what it is, yeah? Like, this whole season, like, it's been a shit show with the FIA. Like, they've been so inconsistent with their decisions. Completely. They've been so inconsistent with their decisions. And I think they've been very, very unfair and very, very biased. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've, been very, they've also been very, very biased to certain teams and certain drivers. Completely, completely. Because obviously, like, there's a lot of politics in sports. And with Formula One, you know there are a lot of politics. 100%, 100%. And, like, listen, like, I've always said, like, the FIA are actually biased against Lewis Hamilton. They don't like him. They don't like him. Like, I probably they see Verstappen as the new face of Formula One. They see him as, he's, he, they see him as the golden boy. As the golden boy of Formula One. I promise you, they don't, they don't like Hamilton. They listen, don't like- listen. Before, before I'll, I'll speak to that point. I just think the FIA are incompetent. I think they've been unfair in because there's been some unfavorable calls to Verstappen, in my opinion, as well throughout the season. So I can't say it that way because I'd be, I'd be indigenous to my content if I was to do that, you know. But 
the FIA are terrible. They're terrible. They are a mafia. They ruined the race. And they this is like this is the elite level of motorsport. This is the highest level of racing you're ever gonna see. And we're on the final day of the championship and it's getting decided by the organization committee. Like, what is this, bro? What, what, when have you ever seen this in any other sport? When has any other... It's like, you know, the Aguero moment, but they paused it. They decided to give a timeout, time everyone to move up the goal and say, yeah, Aguero, just, just have a little free kick, you know? <laughs> Get a nice little score of goal. Like, but it's just like the way they moved the goalposts for him. Like, they literally, they literally violated so many rules. Fun. My, my biggest issue before we even get to it is just how they changed the rules midway through the biggest important time of the race. I mean, we were at the end of the thing. The FIA decided, oh, let's just change the rules midway. Not like we're in a championship battle for the last race in the upcoming final corner. I think like it's complete incompetence. It's, in my opinion, as bad as any other robbery in other sport. In my opinion, you can call me biased. Of course, I'm a Lewis fan, so it sounds biased. But this is as bad as Chelsea versus Barcelona, bad as Lakers versus Kings. Like, I can give you no miss. South Korea versus Italy. Like, this is the level. How have a uh, final day? It was just strange. Like, because obviously, I watched the race at works. So when he, when the TV, I'm, I'm going I'm, I'll cuss the TV in a minute. But when he crashed, <laughs> I was like, they're going to red flag this fucking race. Yeah, of course, like, red flag. That's exactly what I was like, you know what? It's the final four laps. And the staff was like, what, like 13 seconds, like 12 seconds? 12 seconds. You're 12 seconds behind. Yeah. He was never going to, he was never going to catch him. Like, he yeah. was never going to catch him. Yeah. And obviously, they was never going to catch him. So I was like, oh, okay, it's red flag is where it is. And the safety car came out. I was like, okay, that's strange. But like, maybe it might just, it might just advance to a red flag. Then it was, let's do a sprint. Oh my God. That's what I was like. He's, he's that's what I knew. Hamilton's not winning yet. If Hamilton wins it, then he's any undisputed goat for me. Undisputed for sure. Yeah, I lie. For sure. If, if, he, if he somehow manages to sprint undefeated, like, you can't say shit to him. And he nearly did. I remember when he went for the second of the cup, bro. Oh, bro. I found, oh I've never felt my heart sink so many times. <laughs> it was just like... So bad. No, it, it made me feel sick. Like I just on it, on it, on it. And it was so tough because my roommate is a was a Verstappen fan. So I'm just looking at this guy sick, <laughs> just sick to my oh stomach. My, God, my, my head is gone. Crazy, my head was my gone. Head was, oh man, my head was so gone. Like <laughs> I was just angry. Like I was actually just angry. Like, I was so angry. And look, okay, I was even angry at the teeth. And obviously, like it was, like, it's not his fault. Old, it was just bad. But like. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I was like, you're such a fucking donut. Like, no one is near you. Why, why are you crashing? Like, no one is near you. Like, no one is in front of you. No one is behind you. Like, why are you Oh, man. Oh, God. my God. Oh, big man team. Because it's like... Because when I watched it... Because I remember I went. I remember we were waiting because at the time, we they hadn't shown the highlights for what had happened to the TV. So I was waiting to see what, what was the whole... And then you see the incident. They have the local issue. And then he just lost it. And you're just like, ain't no way this is how this guy lost. It just lost it. It wasn't like someone hit it to him. He just lost it. I was like... that fucking lap? Do you want to crash there? Bruh. Anyways, can I ask you a question? Mm. Well, how did you feel about Mercedes' strategy? Do you think it was a good strategy? Um, Listen... At first, at first, I thought you should have boxed. At first, I thought you should have boxed when the first safety car came in. But at the same time, Mercedes was spot on. If the race hadn't got stopped by the second safety car, Verstappen wouldn't have caught him. Based on the times and the lap times and how the race was going, it looked like Hamilton was definitely holding out and he was even somewhat at some points giving more gap to Verstappen. So, yes and no. No, because we look at this in hindsight. If he had boxed, he'll have fresher ties. He probably maybe would have held off the sapping at the end and he could have won the race now. But yes, because based on the context of the race and what they thought, they had made the right decision because their strategy was going to work. 
So it's unfortunate and I can look at hindsight and say no, because that's how I felt at the time. But if we looked at the context, they, they were going to have at the moment of time, unless a miracle was going to happen, which did, he was going to win. So yeah, what about you? What, what's your thoughts on that situation as well? No, at first I was like, hmm, because remember they boxed really early. Remember? Yeah, yeah. And boxed really no, no, yeah, that's happened because he had soft. He was on the soft. Yeah, he was on the soft. Yeah, but the soft went on the soft and obviously Hamilton was on the hard. Yeah. No, intermediates. It was intermediates. Yeah, yeah. yeah sorry, uh, mediums. Yes, I, was thinking, I think I was thinking, okay, the stuff might undercut him. And mm. it could work, but, you know, the undercut, it's it's very, very, like, you know, because obviously, like, your outlap has to be fast, like, on the boxing yeah. And obviously, like, Verstappen, or oh, sorry, Hamilton may maintain, like, that gap. And then Checo Perez did a mad thing. Yeah. And Verstappen boxed again. And I was like, yeah. hmm, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. And obviously, like, you know, like, it really would have been, like, a masterclass. Bro, like, I was rubbing my hands like Birdman. I already started tweeting. Bro. I was moving reckless. I was like, I remember there was a group chat. All the Verstappen fans were quiet. I was gassed. I was like, this is a beautiful um, thing. But, like, you know what, yeah? Like, I'm even more impressed by Lewis Hamilton because there was a time where there was, like, like, 20 points between them with, like, what, five five races to go? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, just, and Hamilton managed to clutch it. Yeah, the last three races. Like, yeah. Bear in mind, like, Mercedes was sandbagging for, like, half, like, like what? They, they were sandbagging for, like, half the season. 100%. And obviously, for uh, Hamilton to even... Talking about, talking about a sandbag, Mr. Valtteri Bottas. Bottas. <laughs> Listen, before you cook him, before you cook him, the reason I'm going to be upset with Bottas, you saw the performance Perez just did. That is an elite-level teammate. The drive and the defense he did on Lewis Hamilton for that whole period is the reason why Verstappen is a world champion today because he managed to close that gap and put his teammate in the best way and he did the ultimate teammate performance. He ended up having to retire, but you saw he did the ultimate teammate performance. So now you can cook. You can cook him. <laughs> cook him Perez is what you call a teammate. Signs is a teammate. This bot has guys not a teammate. I'm bro. How are you in a Mercedes car? And you're competing with fucking Alphatori and fucking Alpine. No, get the fuck out of it, bro. He's a bitch. Fuck him. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. him. I can't go too hard on him because I feel bad for him because Mercedes be robbing him all the time. Nah, to be fair, to be fair, like obviously me too. Like nah, Mercedes, have, Mercedes, have, Mercedes have shagged him this whole season. But today. Today, like, today, today, you took the piss. Like, today, you actually took the piss. He actually took the piss. He took the piss. He actually took the piss. I remember when he was third, I was gassed. I was like, oh, Bottas actually did the thing. He's climbed up. How's my mind? I don't even. Oh, my head. My head's going to go again. I'm actually going to get mad all over again. Fuck him. I'm so happy. I'm so happy he's not there next year. I'm so happy. I like George Russell. I'm so fucking happy. Because George George Russell is elite. He's elite. He's elite. Well, he's elite. I mean, yeah, bosses can he can vote in. I don't know if he's doing what. Um, he's got Alfa Romeo. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck him. He's no, he's same. carrying. He's carrying next year for them. Oh my God. He he always has a good qualifying. It's just you know. It's listen. His whole Bottas. I think that last race summed that Bottas's career at Mercedes. Unfortunate. <laughs> it is what it is. It, was, it, it just, just summed it, it up. Not a match. It was just not a match made in heaven. Like actually, no, no, no. For Lewis, it was a match made in heaven. For Lewis, Lewis. and some Mercedes, it just wasn't no. this no. season. Like, yeah, yeah. With all yeah. the focus that Mercedes were doing, it was he was like the collateral. Yeah, like I mean, him that always took like the L. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Every time they 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 had something, they give them an engine change. You can take it. About that. <laughs> so he was always at the back end. Listen, look. Of course, as a Hamilton fan, I'm upset, but objectively, I can't even blame the guy. Fan. Imagine he's been disrespected a lot, but obviously, as a Hamilton fan, it's 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 Bottas' case still because, bro. 
I saw Perez put in a shift. I saw Alonso back again. And when Oka won his thing, put in a shift to stop Hamilton. I've seen numerous teammates put in elite level shifts, which have changed the tide of this championship. And it's just unfortunate Bottas can pull through this one. It's just one of them ones, but obviously, like, how would you rate the season like out of 10? Listen, it was an eventful season. It was an eventful season. It was interesting that I went to the final day, but listen, the, the endings just tainted it for me because I've had my issues with the FIA for the whole season already. Like, I've been very vocal on that. And then the fact that they basically decided this final title, it pisses me off. But listen, the season itself was exciting. It was one of the most interesting ones. There was a lot of stuff that happened. I mean, that's one of the most eventful things. But I think, similarly, this is probably the most retarded decisions I've seen from the FIA. So, (laughs) (laughs) come on now. (laughs) Fine, we've had excitement. But it seems like they're going for drama instead of racing crap. But, rather than It's that that Netflix show. That's why they do it. They're trying to make Drive to Survive a reality, fam. They did that because obviously, like, the thing is, because obviously with the with F one, like now, like the scale that it's on. Look, I'm a new fan as well, so obviously, mm-hmm. like, from my experience, but obviously, like, with obviously with F one having that drive to survive, and obviously now a lot of casuals and like a lot of people that are now yeah, one because bear in mind, like F one isn't wasn't like basketball, football, like you know, F one is a very elite elite sport. It's a very elite sport, yeah, hundred percent. Like you need to have money to be successful, even to get into F1. If you get into in the first place, bro. Yeah, like you need to have money, like you know what I mean. Whereas obviously, mm. like things like sports, like football and basketball, obviously they're, they're always poor man sports, so you can you can do it anyway. Yeah, you yeah. can relate to it like on that on that emotional aspect because obviously, hundred like, percent, people that would like you mm-hmm. get into football. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Obviously now, like. With what with what F one is now like now what it's become like with Drive to Survive especially like now like a lot of people are getting into it like a lot of people are, like a lot more people are getting into I'm it. I'm not lie to you, hundred percent, I hundred percent agree, and I think that it's also due to the fact of the personas we have. I think Hamilton, especially for England, especially Black English, he got a lot of uh, youth people our age into it just for the simple fact that you saw someone who was like you who did something similar. So in that yeah. regard, I mean. Completely. I mean, that's probably the same for all the Dutch people of Verstappen. That's probably why they go crazy every time they see him. They see, and I think they're putting people more on the scale. And like you said, that was a very good thing. Is that with obviously now the more drama is becoming more publicized and more popular and popular, it's putting it to a new level. That you said, even I think that I was seeing people I've never seen on a timeline talking about F one. So I'm like, you really could see the grand piece on the bridge. But you're about to add something else before I said. Yeah, and like obviously, like now I don't want like F one become like a sport of drama like i want like to enjoy the sport like i don't want 100%. to have, like, any drama like, i want to be able to enjoy the sport and obviously like 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 i don't want there to be like a time where like someone's deci- someone's result is undermined because of the controversy caused by like an institution 100% like listen that, look as as much as i'm ups- upset for hamilton i'm upset for verstappen because look if the verstappen fans will love the win regardless but anyone else who, especially Lewis fans, are going to completely call this a robbery. They're going to undermine the championship and it's going to undermine the whole season of work that he's done. Mm-hmm. So all the FIA have done have just ruined public perception of their brand. Like, that is the only thing. Because people are going to be upset with what happened for Verstappen. The Verstappen fans are going to be upset with the Hamilton and Mercedes fans because they think they're just going to be crying. And it's just going to be a constant poor show of the score. I think today was terrible, terrible, terrible. I didn't think it could get worse than the last one. I thought the last one was bad. But they said, really and truly, that there's weight. There's more. <laughs> but there's more. It's... My head's gone. I can't, I can't lie. My head's gone. Yeah, 
obviously I'm like you know, the new season in what 90 days yeah it's back in March yeah so we'll see we'll see we'll see we'll see what happens next year hopefully have to know. go on adventures yo I hope he um, I think how I think I think Both. Hamilton like this Both. is this humbling experience like his joke arc Tram, I hope he does a battle and comes from the summer with like nine races in a row and then just smoke wow. everyone. Oh my goodness. You better come in. Bro, level one haircut. Yes. Oh, Go back to the bays, you know. Oh, Go back to the McLaren days, level one. I was be like, listen, like, I'm here to win. That's it. I'm coming for you. No more braids. Take out. This is like Samson. Take yeah. out the braids. Go back to what worked. Go back to yeah. McLaren. Go the bowl cut. He's winning oh. it all. I see it all. I see it. I'm both. I mean, honestly, yeah, like, I, I enjoyed the season. Like, I really enjoyed the season, obviously, since I obviously, like, with the whole lockdown and sort of thing, and obviously, mm-hmm. like, Formula 1 was obviously a nice distraction because, obviously, like, I was only really watching football. 100%, 100%. Obviously, it's like, just to get into a new sport like Formula 1, it was really nice. I enjoyed the season. I enjoyed the season, but obviously, mm-hmm. like, it's been chaos. It's been chaos. Who would you say were your, were your driver of the season? Carlos Sainz. Obviously, Sainz. if you saw the other video, you saw I saw that again. We both had Carlos Sainz, me and the other person we did. So for me, Carlos Sainz, I think he's, I think just like you said, Charles Leclerc was a poster boy Ferrari. He outperformed him completely this year and pretty much. And there were so many potential podiums. I think he was robbed off this year. There was a lot of controversial decisions that unfortunately he ended up being at the back end of. So, you know, for me, he outperformed his counterpart and I was surprised. I think he was definitely mine. And you know, We'll do a disappointing. My most disappointing is Daniel Ricardo. I have yeah, Ricardo, um, I was, Ricardo was the first one that came to mind for me. Like, yeah, he disappointed me. Like, heavy, he, heavy. he underperformed so much like throughout the season. Like, 100%. he underperformed completely, completely. And then you have a boy like Lando Norris, who just mm-hmm. came, you know, obviously, he didn't just come in, but obviously, mm-hmm. like, a young mm-hmm. boy like Lando Norris. And now you're playing second fiddle, to, just playing second fiddle to him. Yeah, yeah. It's like he's, like he's another Stappen situation, part two. He had to yeah. say Red Bull. But he was more pressure on him, and now he's he's looking like second fiddle again, so it's unfortunate. But yeah, who would be your driver that uh, season as well? I mean, obviously, I'll go with Verstappen because I, I always said Verstappen mm. was probably the most consistent driver for mm-hmm. the season. Mm-hmm. He earned he like he earned the championship. Like if it wasn't Hamilton to win, I would have wanted Verstappen to win, of course. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. But obviously, I'm probably gonna go with Lando Norris. Lando Norris, okay. Norris, really, Lando Norris really impressed me this season. I agreed, agreed. Go and call it whether it was in in qualities in his mm-hmm. race. Like I would say, like he's also been very, very consistent. Hundred percent. Oh, I'm gonna give a shout. I love Norris. I love Norris. So. I agree. I'm, even, I'm definitely even, even even Gasly as well. Even Gasly. That's Pierre Gasly's been underrated. I think he had a very underrated. Even I'm a, even though now I was gonna start like shout out to Noda as well. He had a Finishing fourth on his podium, I think he was like top five for overtakes. He was, he was, he had a lot of good promising moments. And my final most surprising was obviously Russell with him getting. I think was it he got top three that what he got podium with the Williams and he finished. Um, uh, and he had a great uh, I mean, qualifying with the Williams as well. Just what he he's won, done with the Williams. Won Williams, and I think he won Williams his first point of the season. Yeah, he won in the first point of the season. Yep. So, I mean, what he did in the Williams with that shit car. Uh, yeah, it'd be, be like honestly, the next season will be crazy because obviously it'll be crazy. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be Ross and Hamilton. Obviously, I'll be gonna be like this is yep, Albon's coming. And for me, this is gonna be like a Rosberg and Hamilton situation, and I'm excited. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be crazy for sure. I mean, no, it would be nice to see because obviously, like Verstappen, like you see Verstappen winning a title like that that early in his in his career. Yep, just a year. He's he's. I think he's now like in the top four youngest because I think. uh Hamilton and Vettel uh, are ahead. Yeah, they were both 23 when they won. So I think he's then the next, I uh, being 24. So 
you know, it's it's big standards. He's the world's size feet. But yeah, it's yeah, next season is probably going to be the biggest changes with the regulations. So we're going to see a major change in the overhaul. So I imagine, yeah, this season, like, yeah, they're going to be changing shit. 100%. 100%. Because I feel like a lot of like the regulations and like the rule book, whatever it was, mm-hmm. was obviously very ambiguous. Agreed. Like, you mean like anyone could interpret it however they wanted to? Yeah, like, I mean, a good example, like you just said that, that I just see now some of the appeals came out. Red Bull have, a, have looked at it one way and the stadiums have looked at it one way. So you can obviously see. But obviously the FAA aren't going to come and say that they completely ruined the championship. So we're going to see where this goes to in court. But yeah, I think later on we'll probably do a video uh, well with Yusuf as well. If you guys saw that video, potentially we'll do one talking about 2022. And I have a, a couple more people we can talk about our thoughts and what's to come of the next coming year. But thank you for watching. Uh, like, comment, share, subscribe. Um, unless you want to add anything, thank you for watching and Congratulations to Max Verstappen for winning your first world championship. So, yeah.